Well, well, well. It's been a couple weeks. I do apologize for a lot of holiday stuff was happening. We're having a good Christmas. One more episode left to recap 2023. It's been a crazy, crazy year. Thank you guys so much for on this episode, the final episode. A lot of good, a lot of things to catch up on, a lot of things I have to talk about. Because who just likes listening to this podcast? I really appreciate it. You guys are the best. Thank y'all so much. Y'all the best. Let's get to the intro. Little ad here from Fans Idea. And we'll get into the episode. All on your podcast, man. The slick back, kickback report. I love that. <laughs> People, people of the world, you guys know that I absolutely love jerseys. I have way too many to count. Baseball, football, basketball, every player, every team, you name it. I more than likely got it. And I want to thank the people at Fans Idea for this jersey that you're seeing here right now. A slick back baseball style jersey with the 20 and the 19 on the back with the name Fonz on it. And look at this. If you see here closely, look at this. Boom, the logo on the side. It's an absolute great jersey. I can't thank them enough. And they got a lot of good quality jerseys on there. I'll tell you that right now. The stitching is really nice. It feels like the actual MLB jersey. They got a bunch of other ones on there. They got hockey. They got baseball. They got basketball. The football, they got all of them. They got every single team kind of color. So you can, if you want to go for a certain team, they more than likely got it. You definitely want to go over and get yourself a custom-made jersey today. Listen, you want to be part of a team? We all do. Why not make yourself your own and make your own team? Be yourself. And while you're over there ordering yourself a jersey, you go to checkout. Use the code FONZ, F-O-N-Z, for 10% off your order today. Support the brand. Support fans' idea. They give you a really good idea of what jersey to get. You see what I did there. Loser Game Show sound intensifies. But seriously, the jerseys are absolutely incredible. I can't thank them enough for this jersey. Again, fansidea.com and use the code FONZ, F-O-N-Z, for 10% off your order. Go get yourself a jersey. Be a part of a team. Create your own team. Why not? Go do it right now. Thank you guys for checking out this podcast. As usual, I'm Fonz DeFalco. You check your podcast. We got your podcast on YouTube. All that good stuff here, too. Thank you guys so much for the support. Fans idea. Get yourself a fan idea. Jerseys. A lot of people are getting jerseys, by the way. Thank you guys for using the code FONZ, F-O-N-Z, for 10% off. Grateful Apparel, too. People getting stuff on there. Also, go to Grateful Apparel. Miss out. If you didn't get what you want for Christmas, got some money, though. Get yourself a Grateful Apparel shirt. Shirts are great. You have a custom-made jersey. Fonz Talks jersey. Shout out to that, by the way. A lot of good stuff. So, what have been up to the past couple weeks? been a while. Last episode I did was episode... 206, which was on this beginning of December with a collab episode with Kevin and Justin Kearns here. Fitz and Kearns on Phil. you want to check that one out? That was a good episode, too. This is like my first solo in a month, though. First time. So it took a while. I had it took a bit to set up here because I forgot. I kind of had to do the solo stuff here, but we're good, though. All good stuff here. I'm wearing a onesie. I look ridiculous. A Ravens onesie that I got for Christmas. I actually got this last year. I haven't worn it. It's the first time breaking it out because it's got a lot of good stuff with the Ravens, too. But kind of a little bit what's going on in the past couple weeks, too. So I know a while back, 
I changed the YouTube channel to the Slickback Kickback Report. And it's been going, it was going good there. The episodes were doing great. But I kind of missed making regular, you know, YouTube videos. So I changed it back to my branding itself of Fonz DeFalco. Uh, but I'll say this quickly, Fonz Talk Jerseys, that side channel talking jerseys, that's still up. So if you do follow that, can continue following watch those videos too. Definitely, that's going to be on the side, my little side project here. But the YouTube channel, if you're watching it here, it's back to Fonz DeFalco. Posted on my old shorts I did on TikTok. I got some upcoming videos that I want to do. It's going to go back to the roots kind of with that YouTube channel. Uh, doing grab back stuff because that's kind of like what I like to do. The podcast is kind of like that. Um, my TikTok's like that. So my YouTube channel is going to be going back into it. It's going to be longer videos on my TikTok. Like my TikTok, the shorter, little bit over a minute, under a minute videos, some quick little funny things here and there. But my YouTube channel, what I'm going to do, and I'll talk about it later on, I'm going to do some more longer videos and some crazy stuff here and there. Nothing, no grab bag of stuff. So if you like well, my content itself, then you want to check it out too. But if you like the Jersey specific ones, go to Fonz Talks Jerseys. Also, been, so what I've been doing is kind of going back to some old stuff here. I've never got a chance to download all my stuff on a hard drive, so I did kind of doing that. Kind of planning on what I want to do going forward with the brand itself, too. The podcast Instagram, I did kind of revive it back. I'm not posting as much on there, kind of some of my favorite clips here and there. Uh, kind of focusing on the actual long episodes itself so we can actually watch and listen to them. So I'm going to post my favorite clips here and there. Kind of some throwback clips I never got to post on there, too. So the podcast Instagram will still be about uh, at Slickback Kickback. Won't be, it'll be active, but not as much. I was kind of posting so much and posting so much stuff. So I'm kind of just... Posting some of my better clips on there. So you want to check that out too. Uh, TikTok's the same. You know, follow everything down below. But a lot of stuff kind of just catching up with work stuff at the end of the year. Branding stuff, you know, spending time with the family, friends. It is the end of the year. Kind of holiday stuff. A little craziness. And watching football, as you know. But a lot of stuff too. I'm wearing my sunglasses because I'm blocking out the haters today. I think I have the tag. I think the tag is in the back. It's just this freaking thing, by the way, too. This is just, this is, this. hold on. This is, I should have planned ahead with this. Oh, hold on. I think I ripped off. Oh, the tag was itching me. You know what I hate, though, with these shirts? Oh, look at the strength on that. See? If you're, if you're listening, check out the audio version. See, I just ripped off the tag. It was itching my back. It was, like, really annoying. These tags are freaking annoying, though, too. So that's kind of what's been going on with the past couple weeks. And later, when the episode goes to the end here, I will be talking about what I'm going to be doing with the brand itself, too, because it's a lot of good stuff, man. The numbers towards the back half of 2023 have definitely been going so well. And, like, it's just, like, crazy kind of to see all this stuff. So, it's, like, it's surreal. You know, I've been doing this stuff for a while, and I love doing it. But kind of seeing more and more, like, the numbers are getting a lot better. I'll get to, I like talking, like, the personal stuff, kind of going the behind-the-scenes stuff. Because people want to know. Well, maybe you don't, but some people may be curious if they ever want to start off some house of work. It's a process. But the numbers are going. Again, it's not these crazy numbers. But it's... I've seen this during the summer and even in the fall now. The numbers are just slowly rising up a lot more than what's done in the past. We're at literally 207 episodes, and I've loved it since episode zero, but it's just going and going and going. And in the back of my mind, I thought, should I remove my older stuff? So I removed a lot of the other videos, my YouTube channel, when it was Fonz Balcom, some of the clips too. But my podcast, I'm going to keep everything, obviously. So if, you, if you're curious to see how this podcast started, you can check out the original stuff, how it started, because... Uh, I didn't even do video stuff until like 64, and that was only when I had guests, and I didn't do really solo stuff till 110. I remember all the stuff, which is crazy. Well, yeah, 110 was when I did my first solo with a video, and now I just have to do the video, so I like doing it. Um, I pick out my outfits. This is the outfit I picked out with the hater shades, by the way. You can see my, see my eyes. Don't worry. I'm just wearing sunglasses because I'm blocking out the haters. A lot of stuff, though. The NFL, let's get into it because a lot of NFL things, too. 
The Ravens. Oh, man, a couple. Listen, the Rams overtime against the Rams, the punt return, Tylon Wallace. What a return by him. That punt return was electric. Now, it should have been a, a easier game to win. But listen, a win's a win. Can't complain there. Sunday Night Football at Jacksonville. That game was great. Jaguars might be a little bit on the fraud alert. But the big game was on Christmas, and it was a Merry Christmas to me. They beat the San Francisco 49ers. They didn't, they didn't just, like, win. They absolutely dominated. I'm not going to lie. That was the one game where I was like, they might lose this one. It, I wouldn't have been surprised. It would have been a really, really close game. But starting with all these turnovers, man. Brock Purdy, blah, blah, blah. Shout out to Kevin Fitzmorris on that one. Blah, blah, blah. He was your MVP? Nah, sir. Now, do I think Lamar Jackson's the MVP? There is a case for him for any of the quarterbacks he'd be in the discussion. I still personally believe Ty- Tyreek Hill should be the MVP. If he breaks 2,000, he should win it. If he gets close to it, I still think he should. he's a difference maker and the best player in the NFL. Lamar is great. He's been doing great. He definitely will be a Pro Bowl in the All-Pro selection. Probably, maybe, if I had to pick my order of MVPs, it is Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, if I had like the top three voting here. McCaffrey gets a third place vote. Um, what is it? Lamar gets second place and Tyreek's first. That's just kind of my thing. But this whole, the the 12 and 3, I didn't expect them to get like this, especially with all the injuries we've had in the beginning. A lot of unknowns of what was going on and whatever too. But we just win these games. And honestly, we easily could be undefeated. We could literally be... We could be 15-0 and 0 right now, which is crazy to think about because the Steelers, we lost last, the last second for George Pickens' touchdown, um, which had a, hit a monster game last week also. Uh, Last-minute field goal to the Colts. And what was the other loss? I, I forgot what the other loss. Oh, the Browns, last second field goal as well. So we were all in these close games. We could have easily been un, we could easily be undefeated. First in the AFC, you know, we got a big game coming up against the Dolphins. This is going to be a who's-who match, man. We... Absolutely need to win this game because I want to secure that number one seed and get the the rest here too. But Lamar is playing great. Zay Flowers, he's a rookie, you know. And I'll admit when I'm wrong, I wasn't sure about Zay Flowers because I just have a bad history of Ravens drafting wide receivers in the first round. Love Rashad Bateman. I really do. I still have hopes for him. I think he's going to be a solid player for us. But, you know, you go to Marquise Brown, didn't really pan out for us. Mark Clayton a few years back. And then Rashad Perryman, the big one. So I just didn't think they should do receivers because for some reason they can't draft receivers in general. But Zay Flowers is looking like that guy for us too. And he's definitely going to be a bright future star. If he's not already a star now, a star in the making for this Ravens team. He is really good. Odell's looking good. He has his moments here and there. But listen, I didn't need him to be the Giants Odell, but he can have his catches here and there. Sucks that Mark Andrews is out for the year, but there could be a chance he could return for the postseason. Who knows? But I said in the beginning of the season, a few episodes back, to keep an eye on Isaiah Likely, that he could be a good piece for us. And he's been filling the shoes of Mark Andrews really well. Now, he's not Mark Andrews, but he's been a very good replacement for us for the time being. And with this team, you know, we're on our our third running back now, and I love Gus Edwards, but I was high on J.K. Dobbins, and Keontae Mitchell was a good undrafted gem for us. Both injured out for the year. Gus Edwards, goal line back, man. He is so good for us. Justice Hill is, is looking nice for us, too. A good uh, receiving back, elusive back for us. Doesn't matter the running back. We're doing good with it, but a good run game. Todd Mockin is a great offensive coordinator for us. This is the best group of weapons Lamar has, and it's awesome. And the offensive line, you know, Ronnie Stanley at one point was the top left tackles. He plays, gets hurt, plays, gets hurt. So he's been a little bit inconsistent. I still think Stanley's a good tackle for us but he just gets injured so damn much and you know I was I'm gonna turn off the sound here on this one but like still I this is just a really good offense and I'm so 
happy to kind of see this now. And the defense looks good too. Kyle Hamilton is has been he's been very good for us. Roquan Smith. I will say this now. Roquan Smith has been like literally the best acquisition in Ravens history. He is great for us in the middle, a tackling machine, and has made Patrick Queen, I think, a better off-ball linebacker. He, I didn't think he was good as the, the middle, the main guy in the middle. The off-ball back next to Roquan Smith has been very, very good for us. And I'm really happy to see that. Marlon Humphrey had his first pick. He's looking good. Brandon Stevens is another corner we should keep an eye on. Geno Stone, top top five in picks. Marcus Williams, good for us too. Justin Matabike, 12 sacks in the season. This guy's going to get paid. I think they did got to pay him. And Jadavion Clown. the fact that Jadavion Clowney showed up like a week before the season, we're in rocket number 24, has like eight sacks for us. Really good situational pass rusher for us. And Kyle Van Noy's been good for us too. We have such a really good group of, of, of linebackers, good defense. This defense is scary. Our offense is looking good. This is the best Ravens team I've seen in quite some time. I I think they're just as good, if not better, than their 14-2 2019 team. I really do think that this team is very balanced on all fronts here. The problem with the 14-2 and team was that the receivers I wasn't too sure about outside of Mark Andrews. Now this time around, I'm very sure about the receivers. Um, offensive line is a little bit worse than the 2019 team, but it's still pretty good. So overall, I'm just very happy you know, with this said team here. Check, check. Check, check. All right, I'm sorry. I had to check the little microphone. It's wobbling here. I, I'm very OCD like that where I had to get it picked up too, but... Ravens looking good. Got the Dolphins and the Steelers left, too. Two games I think we can definitely win. If we win out, we will be ending the season on a 14-3 and record, which is something that I did not expect. I thought they would win 10-11 games. So definitely exceeded my expectations so far. But, again, I worry, you know, when it gets to the playoffs, what's going to happen then? So I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, it's something to look forward to, and I'm happy about it, too. I'll take these glasses off for a second as well, too. But another news here that kind of happened before the recording here, uh, Russell Wilson – is officially done as a Denver Bronco. Looks like he got benched for Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham will be starting the final two games for Denver Broncos. And it looks like coming in March, he will be released from his contract. Maybe they'll find a trade suitor for him. Who knows? This is very early rumblings here too, but it's kind of crazy for Russell Wilson because I've, I've said it for Russell. I think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He was very good for the Seahawks. He struggled his first year in Denver, got exposed a lot. This season started off pretty bad, but also had his good moments here and there. And then, of course, the last couple of games did not look his, his best here. So my question for Russell is, like, where does he go next? I There's teams that could use a veteran quarterback, maybe in a nice fresh scene there. But the fact that he got paid that much, What's up with, like, the Denver Broncos, man, with their quarterback after Peyton left, man? They just can't f find their guy, and it's just very, very crazy to me. But, like, I truly just don't know where he goes next. I Where? The Buccaneers? Is he a backup now? Truthfully, I, I don't know. Imagine if he goes to the Jets. <laughs> no, I would never do that, though. But, like, I really... I, I don't know. And speaking of the Jets, too, so it looks like Rodgers is not playing. Confirmed he's not going to be playing. Disappointing season. One of the biggest disappointments. You can't predict injuries of it, but, I mean, of course, in Jets fashion, it was four plays in, torn his Achilles. Zach Wilson, you think, all right, well, listen, they have a steady team. They have a good mentorship with Rodgers. But once Rodgers was down, everybody, Lazard wasn't playing great. Cobb wasn't even the factor. Michael Harmon got moved. Adrian Amos left. A bunch of, a lot of the defense was still good, and they had good receivers here and there. 
And the running game was good. But that offensive line needs to be fixed. The Jets has been one of the biggest disappointments here. And they have the record, honestly. They have, well, not honestly, they have the record now for most consecutive, out of all four major leagues, um, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, that they haven't made the playoffs. 13 seasons. That is that is crazy. 2010, I believe, was the last one, or 2011, uh, when they made the AFC Championship game. And they haven't made the playoffs since, which is absolutely crazy. I don't, I don't think Rodgers leaves. I think he's come back for another season, obviously, too. But... I, I think he'll come back, and I really do. I think the way Rodgers plays, he's going to come back. He's going to have a really good season with the Jets, and I think they're going to – I think Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, they said they confirmed they're going to have another year because, obviously, the whole Rodgers thing kind of derailed everything, and you can't bl- blame him for that, too. Maybe blame him for the Zach Wilson thing, but he came back for one for a couple of weeks, Wilson, and he played well in one or two games here and there, but – the Jets, I think there's just going to be more hype now, and I want to see Rodgers in a full season with the Jets. I kind of am curious to see, though, too, especially with guys like Garrett Wilson and, you know, Brees Hall, too, with the competent quarterback. So, But they're starting good old Trevor Simeon. They started Tim Boyle, started Jack Wilson. Who's next? Brett Rippon? Jets are going to jet, man, let me tell you, but... Jets are one of the few teams that have been eliminated from the playoffs. Obviously, there's a list of them, too. Jets, Patriots, Titans, Chargers, Giants, Commanders, Panthers, Cardinals. I thought the Giants would make them. Out of when I did the predictions at the beginning of the year, I did say the Giants were going to make it as a wild card team. And I had the Panthers winning that division because they had a lot of good players on paper. It just didn't transition at all. Two Panthers are one of the worst teams in the league. But a lot of these teams I kind of expected to not be in the said playoffs or make a playoff run. But I didn't think them to get eliminated this early, especially likes of the Titans and the Chargers at least. Or the Commanders, they'd be somewhat competitive. But like when it came to like the Cardinals, I expected to be eliminated first. The Patriots, I figured they would maybe compete because it's still the Patriots with Bill Belichick. But... Just saying, shout out to Kevin if you're listening. This is, just, this is just a bother, Kevin, here. Bill Belichick has played his way out of the Hall of Fame. He coached his way out of the Hall of Fame. I think now it's 99-1% Tom Brady. Shout out to Gabe. He's listening. I know you are. This is a running joke if you guys don't know. And Kevin's going to be mad about me about that one. But it's all right, Kevin. Shout out to you. Uh, check out his podcast. Kevin uh, Fitz and Kearns, unfiltered, by the way, too. The rest of the league, what is going on with the Kansas City Chiefs, though? I think Mahomes played one of his worst games. They have a their wide receiver core is so bad. I think Rasheed Rice is going to be very good for them, but like Kadarius Tony, Valdez Scanling, Sky Moore, Miko Harmon's now not playing there. Travis Kelsey since dating Taylor Swift, which is a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother annoying thing, by the way. I'm not going to get into that. That's just status. I mean, they're just not. I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs, man. Defense is good though, but. They might turn it up in the playoffs, though, but at nine, I did not expect them to be like nine and three or nine and four, or whatever. And then to, to be like, they're the third seed now. I thought they would be the first seed, at least, at least with half Patrick Holmes and the competent offense, what I thought was a competent offense. But what is going on with the Chiefs? Hmm. Makes you wonder, huh? It really does make you wonder. The Rams, sneaky good. Didn't expect the Rams to do well. There's there's good Puka Nakua, which is probably one of the top fun names to say of current players right now. They're looking, they're still a pretty good team. I didn't think they would do well, so they're doing really well. And the last thing with the whole rest of the league kind of stuff too, the NFC South, get rid of it. Get rid of the NFC South, but keep Baker Mayfield. I'm happy for him. He's doing really well. Shout out to Baker Mayfield. I've always been a fan of him. He's doing well for the Tampa Buccaneers. You know what? Get rid of everybody in the NFC South except the following players. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, uh, B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, uh, Drake London. I would say those are, the, those are the players you want to keep on there too. 
And and I'm going to say also Chris Olave for the Saints. I like him a lot as well, too. So those are the players I would say keep for the NFC South. But the rest of the division, just get out of my life. That division, it's, 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 does someone have to make the playoffs? Does somebody have to make the playoffs in that division? And I do like Baker and Mike Evans uh, particularly. But still, get that division out of my life. I'm done with them. I'm, I'm done. I am done. I'm done with them, too. I'm, I really am. Look at some other stuff with the NBA and the MLB and some other things. So just I'll go quickly over like the coaches, um, like coaches likely to be fired. Here's the list of the coaches that were already fired: Josh McDaniels for the Raiders, Frank Reich with the Panthers, and Brandon Staley with the Chargers. Out of those teams, I expected Josh McDaniels to maybe be fired, and Brandon Staley if the Chargers didn't do well. I thought of act season or anything, but they've just been so bad. Not that 63, 20 something loss, get him out of there. Frank Reich. I just, I guess, the, I know the Panthers were bad, but like, still, first year coaches, I want to give some. I know he's had some coaching experience before. He wasn't terrible with the Colts; could have been better, but I think he could have given him another shot here, maybe because it's just they drafted Bryce Young and everything too. Panthers are just a poverty franchise, but I do feel bad for Reich. I think he should have gotten at least another year, in my opinion. But that's just either here nor there too. So I'm gonna go through all the coaches because I figured what other coach who, who's next, who's gonna be fired. I don't think any coach will be fired. After week 16, I think that if anything, it's going to be after the season's done. Like once the season's over, well, not season, we've already had 16, week 17. So after week 17, no one's going to be fired yet. Week, it's going to be after 18 when the teams that don't make the playoffs are going to be fired too. So I'm going to go through every single coach by division and just be like, who's likely going to get fired? Who's going to stay? Some are going to be very obvious ones. And some I'm not going to say fired, but more of like a resign type of thing too. So we'll go to the AFC first, the AFC East. Mike McDaniel stays. There's no, I don't. He's, there's no shot he gets fired. He stays, no doubt about it. Sean McDermott. I make the joke about it, but I, obviously he's going to stay. That's no question about that. Robert Sala has been confirmed he'll be back for another season, so I don't think he's going to be gone. Bill Belichick. He's not going to get fired. I think if anything, he resigns or they mutually part ways. He's not going to get fired. He's been a longtime coach, a Super Bowl champion, one of the best coaches of all time. I think if anything, they'll mutually part ways. If that. If anything, too. Go to the uh, AFC North here. John Harbaugh stays. No question about it. Kevin Stefanski, at first I wasn't sure, but look what he's done with the Browns in the situation where everybody was hurt. They're on their fourth quarterback with Joe Flacco. Stefanski, I think, is his job is safe. He gets another year. Zach Taylor, too. I think he stays also. Mike Tomlin, I know there's been talks. He should have been fired a long time ago, but he's been. they still have been competitive no matter what. I think just this, the history of the Steelers, they never really fire coaches. They've had the same coach for so long. So I think Mike Tomlin, I think he stays for another season. I don't think he leaves because he's been playing really well for them. So I think he stays. So the AFC North, they completely stay. The AFC South, Doug Peterson, I think he stays, obviously. Shane Sykin, he just got there. He's been doing well for them. D'Amico Ryan's excellent job. He stays. Mike Brable for the Titans. I've been saying it for a while. I think he should get fired. I don't think he's that good of a coach. They have been competitive, don't get me wrong, but they're such a confusing team because they win games they shouldn't, and they lose games they need to win. And they just have been a consistent 8-8 eight eight team, and they need something new there. So I think Mike Vrabel will get fired after the season. That's just my prediction. If I'm wrong, uh, listen, I'm wrong here. The AFC West, Andy Reid, I'm not even going to, you know what's going to, he's staying. Antonio Pierce, with the Raiders, I think the Raiders are going to keep him around because he's he with this roster, he has them fired up. Teams, players love playing for this guy. I can totally see that. He stays. I think they're going to give him the full time. He's going to take the interim tag off. He's going to be the full time coach for them next year. Sean Payton, they put too much money into him. I know the Russell Wilson situation. I think he stays for another year. And the Chargers interim coach, Giff Smith, 
they're going to get a new coach for the following season. So that's my thing. Andy Reid stays. Pierce is going to be the coach. Sean Payne stays. Giff Smith leaves. Now we go to the NFC. NFC East. Nick Sirianni stays. No question about it. Mike McCarthy, it depends how far they go in the playoffs. If the Cowboys lose in the first round, I think he will be fired. But I think as of right now, it's safe, but it's like a warm. It's a warm type of thing. Brian Dayball, I make the joke he should have made, should have got, he should have just agreed to leave. But I think he stays for another season. And Ron Rivera, I think he's fired. I think he's, I think he's the first coach to go out of all of them. Uh, the NFC North, Dan Campbell, coach of the year, he's not going anywhere. Kevin O'Connor for the Vikings, not going anywhere. Matt Lafleur, first year with Jordan Love, pretty solid coach. He stays. Matt Eberflus, I think just with the name alone, Eberflus. He's gone. That's my opinion. I think he just gets fired. Uh, the we don't even know what's going to happen with Justin Fields. That's a whole other franchise. We got a, a whole other video for a whole other day. Uh, the NFC South. I just want to get rid of. I think I, honest, honestly, looking at all of them: Todd Bowles, Arthur Smith, Dennis Allen, and Chris uh, Chris Tabor, the Panthers' interim coach. They're all gone. I think they're all. They all should just leave. Bowles, I don't even, I don't get him at all as a coach. Arthur Smith, you have all this talent gone. Dennis Smith is just a boring coach, and the Saints are just a weird franchise. And Chris Tabor for the Panthers, they need to start fresh there. So the NFC South, I have them all leaving. Uh, the NFC West, Shanahan stays, no question about it. McVay stays, no doubt about it. P. Carroll, P. Carroll stays unless he, the only way he's leaving if he retires. I don't think they let him go. I don't think they usually get part right ways. That's his last coaching stop. I think if anything, he's. I think of the way he is right now, he stays. But if he does leave, it's because he's going to retire. I don't think he's retiring this season. Maybe next year. And Jonathan Gannon for the Cardinals, despite him being somewhat boring, they just they just brought him in, so he's not getting fired. So the only ones that I definitely see fully fired is Mike Rabel and Ron Rivera and Matt Eberflus too. Actually, uh, other ones like uh, Belichick. And P. Carroll, that's more of like the their decision if they agree to part ways. In the case for Carroll, he retires. Um, so that's pretty much uh, what I would say there on that one, too. That's it with the coaches. Let me know. What do you think? Let me know down below. Am I right? Am I wrong? Who, who friggin' knows here, right? Grateful Apparel people, let me tell you guys a little something about the brand Grateful. If you guys aren't aware, I became an official Grateful brand ambassador a while back, and let me tell you, the clothes are absolutely comfortable, and they're just awesome designs and really cool. They got everything from hats, hoodies t-shirts long sleeves shorts you name it they got it they have various colors designs a good vintage look to it right now i'm wearing the cam grateful hoodie and the daisy trucker hat right now if you're seeing this on video and i'm holding up some t-shirts here too a grateful heart is the key to happiness that's the one shirt i got and also here also the grateful with the arch the 3d this looks like the old microsoft word design to it i cannot stress this enough the clothes here are so comfortable and they're such a cool look to it and also it's a great message grateful you just got to be grateful for everything in life and that's something i definitely learned throughout this past year and basically i'm going to carry on for the rest of my life to be grateful golden brand is made for you the hard working man or woman just being grateful for life and whatnot and i just again i just got to keep saying it these clothes are awesome it's a great company a great message and as a brand ambassador i just got to keep saying it stuff is awesome you want to get some cool merch like the ones i'm wearing right now you definitely head over to www.gratefulapparel.com while you're over there check out a bunch of stuff they got and use the code fonz f-o-n-z for 15% off your order. That's right. Use code FONZ, F-O-N-Z, for 15% off your order at Grateful Apparel. Get yourself a hat, a t-shirt, shorts, get whatever you want, and use the code FONZ, F-O-N-Z, at checkout for 15% off your order. Support the brand, support Grateful, support an awesome message. That's all I got to say. Go check it out now. It's some little NBA stuff, because, you know, now the football season's kind of going into playoffs and whatever, but I got some basketball talk here. At time recording, Knicks are 17-12. and 12. Good season so far. 
have our mishaps here and there. But we're looking pretty good above 500, so I can't complain here. One thing I hate is that Mitch Robinson is out for the year with an ankle injury. He got he got the surgery. Maybe he'll be back later on in the season. Who knows, but that's a big blow. Mitch Robinson was having an underrated good defensive season this year, too. He's been really, really good for us. Isaiah Hartenstein, I like a lot. But he's like our only size now. And I and I don't know why like death taxes and Taj Gibson playing for Tom Thibodeau. I, I can't I don't die. I don't I don't get Taj. I respect Taj Gibson. He was great back in the day. But there's no reason you gotta give him cons, 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 consistent or con, significant minutes. I can't even say the word because it just bothers me that he's still on the roster. We need size at the trade line. We need to bring in some size. I don't know who to get. Maybe a Clint Capella for the Hawks. That'd be something. I wouldn't mind Clint Capella. I'm just naming random names here too. But over with the Knicks, dude, Brunson is playing out of his mind right now. Beck, shout out Becky Ham for saying he was a 1A. He's too small. He dropped like 50 one night and then like 30 plus on Christmas too. He's not a 1A, man. He's a 1. He's just 1. He's the number 1 guy. And, you know, Julius, for the for the crap I've given him in the past too and other people too, he's been playing well for us too. I, I can't complain with Julius. I, I'm a fan of him. And R.J. Barrett is trending in the right direction. The one knock is... Not for Archer playing for the team. I wish Quentin Grimes played a little bit better. I thought he was going to have a good year for us. He struggled. He got benched. Dante DiVincenzo, who's been playing actually really well, a good signing for us, has been outplaying him. So Grimes is coming off the bench and quickly is a very good guy off the bench for us as well, too. I don't want to trade for this guy. I really I really don't. I mean, I don't want to trade him away because I, I like quickly a lot. We got to pay him. We need a spark plug off the bench because our bench is pretty bad in my opinion. But I, I just want to I want quickly to round for the long term. And I do want another guy in the Knicks I want to play more is Deuce McBride, Miles McBride. He's, he's a smaller guy, but a good defensive guy, too, and a good three-point shooter. He's a young kid, but I think he's going to get some more minutes for us down the line, too. Again, our guards are so deep right now. We have a lot of depth at the guard spot, but I think McBride should be getting some more minutes. That's just kind of uh, my opinion, too. What we should trade for, I know we're talking about putting quickly, starting him quickly in, in Brunson, but they're two small guys. Who I would like to, if the if the Knicks I don't know if the Knicks are, I saw this on on X or whatever too saying Knicks make it happen because go to the Pistons next because the Pistons are some down bad they only won two games at the time of recording and to be honest if this goes into next year which is a week from now um it's it's, it's gonna probably only still be two wins listen they may not do it but what if the Knicks traded for Cade Cunningham I would. I would I like I like Kate a lot. Motorcade. I like him a lot. Um will they do it? Probably not, but hey, get some scoring options at the guard spot. Maybe get some size. I have no idea. And this guy do a couple of things too. But Pistons, man, poverty. Poverty. And they have one point, they're one of the best teams, man. Long are the days of them in the Eastern Conference finals with like Ben Wallace, Chauncey, Rashid Wallace, Rip Hamilton and and Tayshawn Prince. That was a fun team to watch. That really was too. Uh, Kevin Durant, and I'm just, I'm rambling on with some NBA stuff too. Kevin Durant apparently is getting impatient with the Suns um, because it doesn't have a supporting cast. The Suns were good before he was there. I don't even know what's going on with it. The, the Kevin Durant, I'm I'm respecting. He's a great player, champion. You know, if it doesn't count or not, too. MVP, well, not great score, but man, since he left the Warriors. Since he kind of left the Thunder, he's been like the bad guy. He's just like, I know he was one, two times with the Warriors. Once he left the Warriors to go with Brooklyn, didn't do anything. Went to the Suns, didn't expect, ever expect that to happen. And just they got Bradley Beal. They have Devin Booker. Trade away DeAndre Ayton. That Suns team, I think, got a lot worse in my opinion. I, I, don't, I don't know what the whole Kevin Durant thing. He's getting impatient. Is he going to get moved again? 
will teams want him? Yes, because he's a star player, but like. Is he, I'm not saying he might make him better, yeah, but like it's a, you, you're gonna have that worry because he can have that. He's gonna have that sense of like, if you don't do well for me like that, I want out of here. And if he requests a trade from the Suns, it wouldn't shock me. Now, would teams line up to get him? Absolutely. Um, it's just gonna be wild seeing Kevin Durant, one of the best players I've seen play, playing for so many different teams. It's just absolutely wild. I know we're talking. I know this is this is old. But the Lakers winning the in-season tournament, kudos would have been nice if the Pacers won. But I think the Lakers winning it is a good thing. The first team to win it was LeBron James and the Lakers too. And I, and again, I'm a fan of the in-season tournament. It's a good thing. To, it, it it got people talking during the beginning of the NBA season. It got that was the goal in mind. It's not the NBA playoffs. It's not the NBA finals. But it got people talking about the beginning of the season, this part of the season, the dead period where there's so many other leagues going on and nothing really kind of. It counts, but they don't like no one pays attention to like around All Star time. But people paid attention during this block, and players actually really enjoyed it. And the Lakers ha- were happy to win. Now I know some people were, were hating on the banner being raised here, but honestly, the, what I don't get why people are mad about that. Like are upset saying like you know it's, it's a disgrace that they raised a banner. They won a tournament. You see, like I know it's the Lakers, and I totally understand that. But we see like NFL teams putting banners when they won divisions. When they didn't make a deep playoff run, uh, we've seen we've seen college basketball teams put banners up of saying they made the Sweet 16 or they made the round of 32 or something along the lines like that. We see different banners for different leagues, and I know it's I'm comparing the Lakers to a college basketball team, and I get that too. But it's still an accomplishment. Yeah, why not put it up there? Another another tick in the box for them. So I don't get the hate for it too. They won the in season tournament, so kudos to them. They should celebrate it. Now, is it going to be like, is it a whole, is it comparing to the NBA Finals trophy? Absolutely not. I I know that, but still, it's an accomplishment. It's like any other league or any other team winning a division or winning, you know, even just the conference championship. Teams still put the banners up up there. Now, I don't like when they do like the runner up thing. Like, you know, that's a whole different, that's a whole, when the Colts did a few years ago when they had the runner up trophy or the runner up banner. But still, I'm just saying, like, it's still like a good thing. I don't know why people are hating on it as much, you know? That's just kind of my thing. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm just saying I didn't mind them raising the banner because I know if the Knicks did it, I would be building up. I would be starting a parade for them. Some little MLB talk here, but, you know, it's two, two big things, and it bothers me because the Mets could have had one of these guys. Shohei Otani to the Dodgers. Ten years, $700 million. Little details on the contract. So $68 million per season was deferred until after the conclusion of the deal and will be paid out from 2034 to 2043. How the hell did he do it? So they have extra money to spend. And it's great. Now with the Otani thing. Listen, did part of me want him to go to the Mets? Absolutely. But I likely knew it wasn't going to happen. That it was going to honestly be the Dodgers, if anything, because he wanted to be close to home in Japan and in a big market. Anaheim or Los Angeles Angels isn't that big of a market. Yes, they're in Los Angeles, but they're not in the actual city of Los Angeles. They're bordered in Southern California. They should be called the Anaheim Angels, or just the California Angels. The Dodgers are a historic franchise, a well-marketed team. They have a lot of Asian fans, so it makes sense. Am I going to get a Dodgers Otani jersey? Probably. Maybe the City Connect one, the Los Dodgers one, because that'd be kind of cool. But, you know, that's a big contract, man. They just somehow did it. And also, this is the one that really bothered me, though. Oh, and also part of the deal. Uh, Otani can opt out of the of the deal if the owner or president of baseball operations leaves the Dodgers. That's a really good deal for a man. And it makes sense because he's going to get all his money now in, in uh, endorsements. So when he's done playing, he'll still get paid by them. 
which is crazy. I think there's going to be a chance where he might get an ownership in the team once it's all said and done. I do I do actually believe that that could possibly happen. This other one, though, I really thought the Mets were going to get him. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto to the Dodgers. 12 years, $325 million. Damn it. Steve Cohen literally got on a bird and flew to Japan to have dinner with him. Met with him a second time, too, and we couldn't get the deal done. It upsets me a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Because I really wanted Yamamoto to be on the, on the Mets here. It would have been a good him and Senga. would have been a good one-two punch. But at least he didn't go to the Yankees. That's just my thing, too. <laughs> All right, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Uh, listen, I think in 2021, I'm not going to rip on the Yankees. But you guys know my distaste for that franchise. Um, Juan Soto. Ah, damn it. Somehow they do it. But... I'm not going to rip them. I'm not going to rip the New York guy. I think in 2024, we're going to be positive. All right? I'm not going to rip them apart here. Right? I won't ever want to do well. I'm not going to do it. Ah, not gonna, nope. I'm not going to do it. I still hate them. But the Mets signed, and they signed a former Yankee, Louis Severino. And I've always actually kind of liked Severino. He's been he's been a good pitcher. And I know there's some things here and there with him, too. Um, but he is a Met now, so that could be a good pitcher option for us, too. The Mets didn't make that many huge, crazy moves. We wanted Yamamoto. We missed out on him. Nah, rats. We'll get him again next year, or we'll get him in uh, in twelve years or something too. <laughs> Who friggin' knows, right? I mean, that's just ugh. My goodness, ugh, man, man, oh man, oh man. Grateful Apparel people have been talking about this brand for a while now. I became official brand ambassador for Grateful Apparel, and I cannot stress this enough: the clothes are absolutely incredible. They got vintage shirts, hoodies, hats, a bunch of different collections, designs, very colorful, and a simple, simple but great and important message grateful you want to support a great brand with a great message you want to support your boy head on over to www.gratefulapparel.com today get yourself a nice hoodie a hat a t-shirt get something and while you're at checkout use the code fonz f-o-n-z for 15 percent off your order today get yourself a cool vintage shirt they got some like camp grateful they got the 3d archie that i'm wearing right now a daisy print trucker that i've been wearing before you see it on multiple videos again gratefulapparel.com code fonz f-o-n-z for 15 percent off your order Support the brand, support Grateful, support a great, great message. Check them out now, GratefulPal.com. Fonz, F-O-N-Z, for 15% off your order. Go do it now. Also, before we like wrap up, they was going to kind of talk about my plan in 2024. I, there's a lot of things I learn out throughout the year, too, and there's some things I learn about myself and learn about life and whatever, too, but there's also some some things I learn about that like I just I didn't know. I didn't know this at all. And I saw this the other day, and I also saw it ads for it, too. And there was a soda called Starry. And I didn't, I didn't know where this came from, and I had no idea, and I thought it was just a brand new soda. And then I just looked more into it, and then I realized something. That's that's Sierra Mist. Didn't know that. First of all, I forgot about Sierra Mist completely, to be honest with you. I'm not a big Sierra Mist fan or a Sprite fan. It's not my favorite of the sodas. I actually think they're one of the worst sodas. In my opinion, I know I'm probably going to get hate for it, too. But Sierra Mist is now brewed brand Astari, and I just found out about this literally like a week ago, and I figured I had to talk about it on the podcast. But I didn't know that. Should I try it? I'm not a big, like I said, I'm not a big Sierra Mist or uh, Sprite fan. But you know, I, I just had to throw it out there. Was this necessary for the episode? Probably not. But listen, you guys listen, you guys download it. You made it this far in the episode, so. Thank you, guys. You guys are the absolute best. But here we are, man, towards the, the tail end, too. And I'll kind of wrap up kind of the as a whole with this year and kind of plans for 2024. 
And, you know, I'll say what the, the plans in 2024. So with 2024, everything's going to be the same with the podcast wise, you know, more than likely have episode weekly. I don't have a, I try to make a set date for Wednesday. It could change here. And now I definitely think I'm going to get some more guests in 2024. That's my, that's my plan. Still have some solo episodes here and here. Cause I, I feel like the solo ones are good to kind of interact one-on-one, even though, uh, nobody's nobody's here, and I'm talking to myself at a camera in the middle of my room here. But regardless, I feel like I am talking one on one with you. But I'm definitely gonna have some more guests. Um, I know I didn't have that many guests this past year in 2020. It was 23. It was a really crazy year with a lot of other stuff too. But we're gonna get some more guests, some ones that you've never seen. I'm gonna reach out to a lot of different people, some returning guests and some new ones here. But it got some good ones. But 2020 is gonna be good with that with the podcast wise too. Uh, TikTok wise, I'm going to keep everything the same, you know, do my grab bag of videos. And if you like, you see my podcast clips, random assorted stuff, it'll be all on there. So Fonz the Falco on there too. Uh, Fonz Talk Jerseys is, uh, is going to be the same. I got a, I got a good little add on for Fonz Talk Jerseys. Something new is going to come out with it. It's a good way to start the year too. I got a video coming out for next week as well. And it'll be a good start with Fonz Talk Jerseys, which has been killing it. I started that in August as like a little side project when I want to take a break from the YouTube channel and make a channel just talking jerseys. And I figured let me make a separate one, Fonts Talks Jerseys. So that Instagram and YouTube is going great. It's going to stay the same. Um, no more weekly uniform matchups for next for, for that because the NFL is not happening. But we have some other videos, some filler ones here and there. A lot of uniform ideas I've written down. A lot of ones that I've planned out here. So that's going to be really good. So Fonts Talks Jerseys, that stays the same. Um, on my Instagram, Fonz DeFalco, you're going to see some regular videos, uh, some longer videos on there too. I mean, not some podcast related, some not too, but I'm going to expand my personal Instagram because there's a lot of other videos that are not long enough, that are too long for a YouTube short, but also too, like, what's the word I'm trying to think? It's not, it's a little bit longer for a TikTok but also not longer for YouTube short, uh, but it could just be an Instagram reel, you know, kind of thing like that. So Fonz the Falcon, you see more of my content on there as well. So definitely follow that if you haven't already too. Um, as far as the podcast, it would be still audio platforms. The video version will be still on this YouTube channel, Fonz the Falco. I, I changed it back to Fonz the Falco because I wanted to go back to my roots for the YouTube channel because there's still, I, I've done the kind of little bit with the YouTube channel. I've done with the plans I had. I did it for the podcast here and there, but I kind of want to make the podcast more interview style, some regular nonsense here and there. So the YouTube channel, I'm, I don't know when the video is going to be posted on there. It might not be as consistent as say Fonz Talks or this podcast as well, um, but there'll still be some videos here and there. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do some sports stuff, some wrestling stuff, uh, some different lists here and there, some video game talk. I have a video game um, idea for a video that I want to do. So it's going to be on Fonz DeFalco. What will be consistent on the new channel is the podcast itself, Slickback Kickback. So it'll be on Fonz DeFalco. I noticed a lot of podcasters have them on their personal channels. I felt like when I made it as Slickback Kickback Report, yeah, the views were good, but the clips I made, I just feel like I wasn't feeling them as much. And as far as longer clips, they're not going to be on YouTube. There'll be some, if they're really good clips, some interview clips or whatever, I'll put them on there. But they'll be mainly shorts on the TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube shorts as well. But the but the video on my YouTube channel, Fonz of Alco, you'll be seeing just a grab bag of stuff. So that's kind of the plans for 2024. Will it be consistent? I think it's going to be a lot more consistent now. That's kind of my goal in mind, too. Um, at least one bit of content a week, I think. I, I definitely think I can do that, too. I know I've been inconsistent with a lot of stuff. A lot of things are going on. But 2024 is the year where things are growing. Things were growing in the right direction in 2023. And I do I do seriously believe that things are in on the up here. And I, they have always been. I've always been like that. But I just, for some reason... 2023 the back half of it the numbers improved so much that it's like wow like things are going there 
another little thing. I know I said last year I tried doing it, but again, it was hectic. What was going on? It's hard to do. I definitely want to make some merch. So if you definitely want some merch, let me know. Again, with the podcast email, slickbackkickback.gmail.com, you can ask me questions, send videos. If you have what kind of merch you want me to, to drop here, uh, what videos you want me to talk about, what things you want me to do. In the Slickback Kickback email, it doesn't have to be just for the podcast, but if you have a YouTube video idea that you want to talk to me about, you know, let me know. You know, if you want to say fonts, why don't you do a YouTube video on this video game? Or, or or if you have a fonts talk jersey thing, you can send me some on there too. Or my DMs are open for all the fans. I like interacting with people. I had some fans reach out to me for fonts talk jersey, ask some questions. So you definitely should too if you have an idea for something. So all things gonna be all things are great here. So it's gonna be it's gonna be some good stuff. So some merch. I'll probably start with maybe some shirts and hats here. I talked to you know shout out to Andy Hopper because I asked some questions about merch because he has some merch there too. Um, great episode with him a while back as well. But you know, 2023 was a very very good year for the podcast. It started the, the year itself started off shaky, you know, but things were things were on the up and up to ups and downs, ups and downs. But the I think the back half, I think when it got into May, in the summer. Things were in the positive direction, but I definitely think in the past couple of weeks, past couple of months, things have been getting well personal-wise and then podcast-wise and brand-wise. Things are just going going well, and, you know, I just am so happy for it, man. I definitely think things are going really well in the right direction. Now, I, I can't give you what's going to be happening in 2024, but I, I definitely think you guys are going to like all my stuff, too. And for the people that have been following for a long time, whether you kind of just started in 2023, because there's a lot of new people checking it out in 2023, uh, welcome, and thank you, guys. And you guys have been great. Even the day ones, of course, I've had some people that have been following me for years. We're going on, this is going into five in January, February. I started the podcast, so I would say it's going up to the five years of making content because I did stuff on TikTok um, around this time as well, too. Literally a few years ago, but I did the podcast before that. So I will say officially, like, because the podcast was the first thing I kind of really did. I did YouTube videos here and there, and I not as much though. So I would. But they weren't really posted anywhere as well, too. But I would say the podcast was the first thing that I really got into. So it was in February. So we're getting close to the five-year anniversary of doing this stuff. And listen, I'm not really making as much on here because I just I just love doing it. My goal a long time ago was to make content and stuff. And, you know, it's been going really well. And, and I know five years is a lot of stuff, man. But it's been going, man. And definitely in this past year, man, you know, I talked about it a few episodes ago. I think two, three episodes ago. I don't remember, too. But... I think the one thing that definitely helped me a lot was my my faith in God. That definitely helped a lot, man. And I think, you know, without him in my life and not and with him in my life and kind of, you know, me kind of trusting him because I really didn't because I've always wanted to do stuff on my own and not really. I've always believed in it, but I never fully kind of embraced it and trusted it, you know. But I think allowing that to happen and putting my faith in God more and, and you know, being very humbling more and kind of just not letting things like, I guess you could say kind of with like control, I try to control everything, but kind of just letting him take the course of everything, kind of letting me just focusing on what I can do personally, as far as making episodes and then doing whatever I do that. And then once it's out in the public and once things are out in place, I just feel like, God, you handle it. But I think, I think my head was all over the place, but I think putting my faith in him trusting God and being like, you know, man, I, I trust you and then say a prayer or whatever. It helped a lot. And, you know, 
this past couple of months have definitely helped. This past year alone has definitely helped with that too. A lot of things, man. But I do think 2024, not just for me, but for everybody else, it's going to be a good year for everybody. And I want everyone else to succeed. And take it from me, a guy who started doing a podcast in his basement of a rental home, you know, with just an older uh, microphone, no camera, and an older laptop to having this, you know, having literally a, a, a site made me a custom-made jersey. I didn't think I would have that. I didn't think I would have any of this, you know. And I know it's not as big of a following as some other people, but I'm grateful for it. And I just want to thank you guys. You know, trust trust it from me. If you want to do something, what do you got to lose? I had nothing to lose to make Fonz Talk jerseys. I had nothing to lose to do a podcast because I want to do something like that. I did had nothing to lose when I started making TikTok videos, short, stupid videos of ranking wrestling themes because I just wanted to do it. You got nothing to lose. What's the worst that can happen? You get, what, two views, one like, or something like that? We've all had it. I've certainly had my fair share. I've had them. I still get them from time to time. I don't let it bother me anymore because it's because I know that I make content that I, that I enjoy making. I know other people are making it. And my goal is whether, you know, a lot of craziness going on in the world, I just want to be that person that you can take your mind off things and listen to and talk to. You know, that's why I encourage people to talk. I talk to people. That's why I encourage fans to reach out if they have questions or whatever. You know, if you have questions about asking how to start a podcast, be more than happy to. Take it from someone like me who started all this stuff like this. So, you know, I'm serious when I tell everybody this, though. Once you put your faith in God and kind of now more than ever I did that, I tell you right now, things get a whole lot easier. So I... Seriously, just can't thank you guys enough. I truly love all of you, and you get and really, and we got more coming, man. This isn't this isn't the end, by the way. I got more coming. You're still gonna see this beautiful face, not wearing the Ravens onesie, but you know, I can't thank y'all enough. Really, put your faith in him, and things work out in your favor. Really, <sighs> that's it for the episode, man. This has been a good year, 2023. I learned a lot. 2024, it's where I take the stuff from 2023 and 2022, combine all into one year, and take off in the moon in 2024. And I want everyone to join me on this. All the fans, uh, tell some friends, tell a couple of friends. You know, be grateful. Be grateful. Get some grateful merch apparel. Get a fans idea jersey. Why not? Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow it. Follow my stuff. All links will be down below. Slickbackkickback at gmail.com. I really appreciate all of the support. You guys are absolutely the best. And again, I can't thank you all enough. You guys are absolutely incredible. Uh, that's all I got for you guys. And uh, yeah, check out everything. That's all. I, I, I don't know, man. This is crazy. I just think that I just got this gut feeling, man, that things are going to go well. Not just for me. I guess it sounds, I don't want to sound like that, but I think good stuff's coming for this podcast, for this brand, and for everybody else. Everybody else here, too. I want everyone else to do it. Keep going. Try it out. Start a podcast. Do a YouTube video. Make some TikToks. You got to start somewhere. Again, take it from me where I started. Seriously. Uh, that's all I got. Have a good day. Good night. Good evening. Whenever you're watching and listening to this podcast. And I'll see you all next time. Or I'll see you all next year. <laughs> uh, the jokes are really bad. But seriously, love you guys. Peace out. Listening to this episode of the Slickback Kickback Report. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review. Tell a friend, tell five friends. Your support will always be 
appreciated here on the Slickback Kickback Report.